memory, memory, memory. It is memory. sitting on a shelf in my old bedroom on the top shelf next to some art books. I can still see some of my childhood toys. They're there on shelves or in the attic. But I see them sometimes. It's sitting with its legs hanging over the side. I remember that I was given it when I was 13, just 13, as part of a present, I think, for uh, the Bar Mitzvah, which means it's a ceremony that Jewish people have when they're 13. The object makes noises, maybe when you squeeze it or pull something, maybe you pull something. But I think now it wouldn't make noises anymore because it has been um, like 15 years since then. I know where they are, they're still there. And also possibly I've attached something else to it at some point. Anyway, I think that one of my friends who was also that age must have given me a present which included this thing, although probably it had something else in the present as well because it wouldn't have been a very good present on its own. I'm not sure who it was who gave it to me, but I would guess we are not still friends. This is just one very small present that I think one of my friends who didn't know me very well gave me. It's sitting on a candle or something like that, which has gone all bendy, so it looks quite sad up there. You know, we weren't expected to give each other a very good present unless we knew each other quite closely. But it is still sitting up there. When you're about 13, of gaining your adult characteristics. That's puberty. Lots of cultures would have had a celebration somewhere around then. Or like an initiation ritual. We think of people becoming adults when they're roughly that age. For, for more traditional Jewish people, there is a, a bigger celebration for boys when they're 13 and they, there's a lot more religious stuff happening for boys. Whereas girls might just have a small ceremony or no ceremony. Whereas for more liberal Jews, then it is more equal. And there's a religious part and there's a celebration part. And you get presents of many different kinds. But it is interesting because when you have a celebration or a ritual that happens when you're 13, you feel like something changes. I know where they are, they're still there. You know, you feel like, oh, it's true, I went from being a child to being something a bit different. Your body started to change at that time, but there's nothing to mark it. There's a religious part, there's nothing a ceremony, and after. where you have to sing, you have to speak, you have to read Hebrew. Do something else, like um, planting there's there's plant some plants. Celebration part, which might be in a different place. Or feed the fish, which is more like, similar to a wedding dinner or a wedding lunch where there are speeches and maybe a cake and all of those kind of things and dancing when it all finishes it's not like getting married when you're in a new state after after the event 
I mean, organising this bar mitzvah event is a bit similar to organising a wedding. But afterwards, it isn't like you're in a new relationship to the world. Because we've had a tradition for thousands of years of religions that said, have lots of swimming monks, there is only one God and we can't know what he is thinking, you know, so you can't know about your fate. So, but when, when, when the event is finished, yeah, you, you feel, there is a kind of, there is a kind of strange, there's different uh, levels of that kind of insularity, like whether your community is very tight and only, only talks to each other, or some of them are much more open and they're just a meeting place where people occasionally are coming together. So I didn't grow up in a tight community. Just there is a, there is a synagogue building, similar to a church, where people come a few times in a year, and there are some things that are organized for young people or children. And so this time, around this age, 12, 13, is the time when I was most involved with that community. Whereas now, I only go there maybe two times in the autumn, and that's it. So, but, but that time, yeah, it's the religious community that had a new importance in life, just for that period, early teens. Which is really interesting for us, because we couldn't understand how is this organised? And how is this idea, how does it stay? Because here, if there was something like that, it would need to be organised by a, a big, you know, religious organisation. It couldn't just happen naturally within, within the whole country. It wouldn't happen, people wouldn't have those beliefs without some big structure to say, this is what you have to do. People live in one million different overlapping bubbles. That's right. Although there are opportunities for people to meet each other outside of those bubbles, some people live in a few different bubbles. So, yeah, I mean, you you could you could be living in a in a Chinese-speaking bubble and an art world bubble and another bubble, you know? And for me, I live in the, mostly the art bubble. It's not, it's not related to my, to my religious background. My bubble is one that I chose. Most of the people who I know are people who are artists or connected to artists or something like that. It's interesting because it sounds like the kind of religion that people follow is really not very much to do with Buddha. I'm not sure, but 
most societies have rituals like this, like rituals to say you're an adult or things around marriage or things about ancestors or the dead. I wonder if in the future you could have religious activities which involve taking plastic out of the sea. He talked about quite different things. So it sounds like the religion that exists is something that just emerges from the people. It doesn't come from a higher, like, it doesn't come from a book. It doesn't come, like, you know, for, for Jews, Christians and Muslims, their ideas come from a book, a text about how the world is. But it sounds like the ideas that are in Taiwan about what happens to people when they die, or what you have to do for the spirits, or what what may, what might God be? That doesn't come from a book. It like it like comes naturally out of people. Imagine if a religion was based around ecology. There are lots of practices and ideas, not just in Taiwan, but across East Asia, which come from before. So I think it sounds like some ideas about spirits and about destiny and some other things are much older and they stayed they stayed there among everyone and they stayed and they stayed you know maybe it means that the connection that I had with them continued because I still saw them sometimes but it's a really interesting yeah, it's a really interesting thing about what we consider to be to be part of what yeah, what is religion? It sounds it's like a it seems like a really interesting question. I've never taken any of those things seriously. I would just think, okay, it's it's nice to have fun. I have to think about this. Does it have to be anything special? I like the way it looks. When people see it, sometimes they ask, where did I get it from? Um, when it's with me, people notice. When they notice, they want to find out more about it. I take this item with me everywhere I go, um, it protects me, it is something that I enjoy having around me. Uh, right now there's, uh, there's six of them right now. It could be anything. Anyone can have a have have this item. 
sometimes it will work for me, other times it won't work for me. You know, so. But if they're fresh, then ouch. Funnily enough, you also you also have this item, just not the exact same style. Um, if you don't have anything underneath this item, and that item is clear or see-through or invisible, um, yeah, you'll get a lot of stares <laughs> when you're walking around. <laughs> I saw a flower, but it felt like I'd seen it before. It was very specific, and the way, like the location it was like located was very specific. But it can't have been the case because that was the first time I saw the flower, and like I still have that image in my head somehow. I don't know. So. There's loads in my house. There's loads, loads in my house. Um, yeah, no, this thing is something that I can't leave my house without having and it protects me. That's why I need it when I leave. You know what I mean? Um, uh, it's, it's, it's essential, um, protects me. Um, yeah. It protects a part of me from the world. Since I was born, um, it protects me. And currently there's 10 of them now. There was eight, but now there's 10. It's been a week now, so you hard to record. Is this real? Was it a dream? Like, uh. so, yeah. <laughs> My dreams are typically less noisy. <laughs> um, I'll give you one more clue as well. Um, it's never alone. It doesn't come on its own. She cut her face, her friend's face off, and kind of like random weird thing. Um, we were like in the train platform or something, she was so vivid about it, so. But I managed to like, like drive away from them and they couldn't catch me. It's like watching the film, you see what I'm saying, so. Um, it comes in different forms, yet has the same function um, and you can't typically leave your house without having it. There's eight of them right now in this building, in this room. It is something that I wear because A, depending on where I am and where I'm going, I have to have it. B, it protects me. And by protects, I mean it keeps me covered. It doesn't specifically remind me of anything, but even though it was made for me, it's not the only item of its kind that I possess. It only fits me. So you could say it's, it was made for me. Um, you have to choose a specific color. But when you live your ordinary life, you're full of options. Yeah, so everyone has them. There were six just now, now there's four. 
know what I mean? And they come in different shapes, different sizes. Um, and then uh, it's very important because it protects me. That's why I can't leave my house without it. It's dynamic too. It's not always the same. Typically, you can't leave your house without this item. It could be like clear and like see-through, but if they are, then it's a bit weird. This specific item is made for me as an individual. Uh, I would like to say countless, but like um, <laughs> I've got like double digits. So like more than 10. There's loads in my house. There's loads. Loads in my house. Like, I remember vividly actually, um, the house that I grew up in. Don't ask me why, but there was a flower that grew, like, um, like it was yellow. And like, it was in a specific spot. And then I must have had like deja vu when I saw it in real life. Because it felt like I had seen it before. There's loads in my house. There's loads. Loads in my house. I'll give you one more clue as well. Is this real or was it a dream? I mean, they're just like, is your brain trying to have a conversation? Um, when I wake up, um, it feels like one big story. And this was given to me by my grandfather uh, on my mother's side. He had been holding his cufflinks in it, I believe, or that's what he said. Um, so it's actually quite nice to hold in your hand. And I polish it every now and then to keep it, because it tarnishes quite quickly. Um, it has little angel faces pressed into the top. Like so much so that when I was little, I did think that I really could fly for like many years. <laughs> I call them angel faces, but you know, they might just be baby. I don't know that there's wings or it's like cherubs. They're, they're kind of weird actually, a cluster of them. And I wonder if my grandmother got it for him because she really likes angels. I don't know where it came from. He gave it to me kind of randomly when I was at the home of him and my grandmother. I don't even think we were in conversation. He just sort of came up to me with it. It had been something he had and was keeping his cufflinks in, I think. Um, and he just thought that I might like to have it and enjoy it, which was just that he was sort of thinking 
about me and what I might like and wanting to give me something was sort of u- unique and felt special like that because it wasn't my birthday it wasn't a holiday I just happened to be there um, yeah and it's I still keep it it's like a precious thing from him since he's passed it's it's very small maybe an inch in diameter an inch tall three inches long it's it's an oval shape, but it's actually got some little decorative flutes and maybe a rope texture around the edge with some angel faces in the center of the lid, and it's hinged. When I hold it, I, I think of my grandfather, but also it's just like physically a nice experience. Like when you hold a piece of metal, you know, it's cold when you pick it up, but it so quickly takes on your body temperature and becomes warm in your hand. Um, and this is nice. This, this is a nice feeling. But um, yeah, it's the. It just makes me think of him and that and that sort of that day that he gave that to me. And it's very thin, so I think it would dent easily. But I don't recall if the dents were there prior to that incident. It's weird. If I had known, if I knew that they were there before, I think it wouldn't bother me. But knowing that maybe they happened on my guard makes me feel that I should have it repaired. <laughs> he always slept in late, and my grandmother would let us come wake him up. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be sleeping, and my sister and I would creep up, and we'd start stroking his side, because he slept on his side, and we'd say, nice, poppy, nice, poppy, and then we'd smack him and say, bad poppy, and she'd... She loved that. My grandmother loved that to wake him up that way, um, in that cruel way. <laughs> but the part that I remember really vividly is that there was this German Shepherd dog, and I was stroking its back, and as my hand moved from its head down its back to its tail, the tail just ripped off into my hand, and I was just holding it, detached from the dog, and I could see like the vertebrae sticking out of the end of the dog. But the dog was completely unfazed, as if nothing had happened, and was fine, it seemed. It wasn't acting as if it was in pain, but then somebody nearby assessed the dog and decided that it would soon die because of this. <laughs> and I feeling terrible and, and that I have somehow done this to the dog. And by now it has a few dents in it. I'm not if they've come from me or if they came that way. or I'm not sure. One day I had a friend bring their two little boys over and the youngest one had found this box. I think that maybe they're from him dropping it on the floor a few times before I realized what he had. <laughs> and and like my friend and I, did, we played a lot of games. We were really into Peter Pan and we would we had this short... Um, section of stairs in my house so it was maybe just four or five carpeted stairs so we would run from the top and jump and see who could jump the furthest and like think, pretending that we were flying and um, yeah we were so sure that we really could so it's a little damaged but I'm not sure if it already had those maybe after all my time in the metal shop I'll have a clue as to how to do it myself <laughs> But I remember I was moving from place to place and there was a lot going on and there were lots of people around, but I wasn't really engaged in any of it. I think it might be um, more expensive than it's worth as they're pretty small. Um, I do a lot of daydreaming. And that sometimes too, I won't realize 
that like what I've actually done like I'll imagine all these conversations so that I might have with people so thoroughly that I like went reflecting back can't recall if this is a conversation I had or if this was a conversation that I intended to have but then imagined so well that I thought it had already happened and I'll do that with I'm terrible with in the relationship between my grandmother and my grandfather like my grandmother did that you know she chose she either chose something in a shop for my sister or I and wrapped it up and I don't know that he ever knew what it was or also she um she what is she's still alive she's an excellent knitter and she knit my sister and I beautiful sweaters and things and um and I don't mean that there was a sense like a lack of sense of care for my grandfather it was just he had never given me a present I didn't have this feeling of oh I've never received a gift or that there was something missing but it was unusual for him to just like be compelled to give me something that was personal so personal that he had I was a teenager and I don't and I think he died pretty soon after I don't know if that was the last time we were together or not but um it was sort of towards the end of his life and then also I have this weird memory it's because your dreams kind of become memories and it I mix them up in memories of the house that I grew up in and dreams that I had there and we had like, the kitchen and the area when you, where you entered the house was all tile and then you took one step down into the living room which was carpet and so my mother wouldn't let us eat in the living room but she'd let us sit on the stair and like, if the television was on or something we could eat our snack or popsicle or something there the time that we would spend at his house and it was just myself and it was never I never really went anywhere sometimes it was just through the house like through that hallway that we would where we were jumping from the stairs the hallway then turned to the left so sometimes in the dream I would leap from the stairs and then you know, actually turn and fly through the hallway and then other time the other one that I still recall was like just in the front yard maybe like as a child I didn't have this vision of a larger world now I was flying This item uh, bring me or re- re- remind me to think about or to connect to the concept of a home. Yeah, maybe many items also can connect to the concept of the home, but uh, but this item for me have different meaning. And yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, recently I also dream dream in the scenes like when I was in my my hometown and and I I I have I have a lot of conversation with my my mom my my brother. Yeah, maybe maybe I really miss home. I got a homesick. Uh, I remember I I use this thing every day daily life in my daily life because of this because of this uh, item or because of this object I really bring me a lot of the memory about I with my ex-girlfriend and even I know even now we we are we have been separate but I think is is valuable, valuable or 
Yeah. Because we we bought is very very cheap. In the price very cheap, and because at that period we not we are not really rich. Even now I'm not really rich, but <laughs> that's why we 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 use our. Uh, no, we we buy we bought together. My ex use a lot. Yeah. Uh, we should we should look forward. To our future, it's not. The past we can't we can we can go back to the past. This is impossible. So why not we just look forward to the future and. And be positive. Yeah, I think it's better to be positive. Mm -hmm. I. I think I use better than in the past. Mm. I feel more confident to using this one. Three years ago, no, four years ago, I was in and I didn't wear shoes. I walking. I'm. I was walking. To a jungle. You know, sometimes I can I can talk to animal. It's very funny, and I feel very peaceful and very um, yeah. I think peaceful is a good this adjective to describe. I wear I wear the clothes like a monk, and I yeah, and I I I chatting. Namo tasa bhagavato harahato samma sambutasa. Namo tasa bhagavato harahato samma sambutasa. Namo tasa bhagavato harahato samma sambutasa. Yeah, and also sometimes I also wear different type of clothes, like the the orange one is in. Actually, it's especially in Thailand or or Com Cambodia or India. But I also wear the Chinese one clothes for the Chinese monk. I also chatting or or singing the Chinese term. Maybe because of my family or because of my parent, because they also they were they were. Would like to be a monk also when they was teenager maybe. In real life, I'm not able to become a superhero or a monk. But but suddenly, yeah. they got married, and then I was born. I'm really regret about the in the past. Yeah, regret something I, I didn't do well or didn't do enough. And yeah, that's why I feel really regret, regretted. I re no, I really regret about the in in the past some uh some kind of. And from the memory, um, and I hope, or if I have one chance, maybe I would like to 
do something or change something. Uh, go back to in the past. Go back to the past. Maybe have, if I had more opportunity, one or yeah. And I think I, I I think I should have more conversation or have more a good uh, communication with with her if I have a chance. Um, a little bit, a little bit awkward, and no. uh, I got a little bit of blur memory right now. So I try to remember, try to find, uh, try to trace the memory. Um, Or maybe it is my destiny.